You are now listening to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of call me when it's over i'm your girl shriver it's josie's boy the illustrious host of this podcast thank you very much for coming back i appreciate you guys episode 88 pardon me as i clear my throat episode 88 you can get every single episode at cmwio.com that's where you get every single episode download stream all that good stuff uh show some love josiesboyart.com that's where you can buy everything from me uh, it's still it's under construction right now. I'm adding some more elements to it. I'm, I'm updating. I'm updating everything, and <clears throat> I'm adding some stuff to it. I'm gonna reopen my shop and all that good stuff. But don't worry about that. That'll be for New Year. So just be ready. Josiesboyart.com. Keep that in your in your mind. And um, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at j o s i e s b o y all one word hashtag girl's favorite artist and follow the podcast at underscore call me when it's over. Love. I appreciate you guys, man. Y'all. Sh- ooh, ooh, that was loud. I appreciate you guys every single week. You show me mad love. This this is fifty fifty. My last episode of the year. I haven't decided yet. I don't know if I feel like recording next week. I want to give you guys some time to catch up for everybody who hasn't caught up. It is what it is. But eighty eight episodes in, so you guys got a you got a long way to go. So I'm gonna give you some. I'll give you something good right now to to, to kind of ease into the new year. I don't really go crazy for Christmas. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I really stopped caring about Christmas. When I was like eleven. <laughs> I stopped getting toys One year I woke up And my grandmother got me A shitload of socks I was like yeah this is done This is done This ain't for me no more I'm I'm, I'm done with this So yeah Christmas is not Christmas is about kids I ain't got no kids anyway I have a bunch of nieces And nephews you know I get some stuff It is what it is But like I don't Just being around family Is what excites me So I'm not doing A Christmas episode This is my year end Roundup uh, <clears throat> Before I start Let me give my shout outs To uh, my guy Mel over at uh, Shane's Cafe, he well downtown Brooklyn. He actually uh, invited me out this past week to come do some live painting. He did uh, midnight brunch. That shit was lit. It was ultra lit. Like the ladies coming out there looking good. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to like work on myself <laughs> and not really, not really get too crazy. But um, oh ladies, you look good. But yeah, big big shout out to Mel uh, for bringing me out. Make sure you guys go uh, follow at uh. I think it's Shane. You'll find it on my page. It's like uh, Shane underscore Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. And Shane's underscore Brooklyn. But uh, Shane's Cafe, downtown Brooklyn, uh, over there in Washington, right by the Brooklyn Museum. So oh, everything will be on my page. Don't worry about the the because we're definitely going to be working together. So And uh, big shout out to everybody who came out. Shout out to my guy, Trav, who uh, came through, showed some love. He bought a few pieces. I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, he came up. Apparently, he works in the in, in area. So... He came, showed some love, bought a few things. We chopped, we chopped off for probably like hour and a half, two hours. And, uh, it was long overdue. And he's going to be on the show soon. Very, very soon. So we're going to make that happen. And, uh, do I have any more shout outs? I think that's it. That's pretty much it. So I guess I can get to my week. Uh, last week was really interesting. Friday and Saturday specifically. Cause like everything that can go wrong did go wrong, but everything that could go right did go right. Uh, I don't know if you guys know. Or if you haven't seen on my Instagram, just share on my Facebook, which is the profile staying that way until I delete my my Facebook. I'm not changing it. I actually met one of my idols, my father, Ric Flair. It was great. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was, as you can see, it's breathtaking. It was life-changing. It's life-changing, guys. Like, I don't think I understand what happened. 
I had a short bucket list of people I wanted to meet. One of them is dead. That'd be Prince, rest in peace. Ric Flair was at the top of that list, and I actually got to meet him. So I spoke it into fruition last year. I missed him at, we missed him at Comic-Con last year. And uh, I said, I'm going to meet him before he dies. He got sick this year, really bad, and I met him. I'm not saying I speak things into fruition because I'm not wishing death on nobody, but he got sick, and he got better, and I got to meet him. And this is like literally, I wanted to meet this man since I was like five. I always wanted to be him, not white. I didn't want to be white. I just want to talk shit like him because he's like, it's not even about the shit that he has. Like, bro, he's Space Mountain. Oldest ride, longest line. He's Space Mountain. Like, come on, son. Who Like, on some real shit. Who didn't want to, who didn't, uh, wrestling fans, I guess I should ask, because even, yo, bro, even out, outside of wrestling, like, Ric Flair transcended. Ric Flair fucking transcended. Yeah. People talk about Hulk Hogan's the biggest wrestler ever. Fuck that. I don't see nobody making Hulk Hogan songs. I don't see p- people going, whoa, brother. I don't see people doing that shit, but I see woo everywhere. Ric Flair drip, fucking woo, getting sampled everywhere. Limousine riding, jet flying. Like pro teams use that as an introduction in the uh, like hype to get hype in the locker room. That's dope as shit. I would only hope that something I say can can like live on through time. Like he's gonna be around forever, bro. Yeah, yeah he's gonna be omnipresent forever. He's gonna die. Who's gonna be every like? Do you see people do leg drops? Oh like, my wrestling fans! <laughs> do you see people do leg drops? Well, not any even anymore. Like nobody does leg drops. That's not even a move. <laughs> she can leg drop me any day she want to. Do you see anybody do leg drop and then go, whoa, brother? No. But I see people get chest chops and go, woo! In every wrestling promotion around the world, you can't do a chest chop without saying woo. Same way you go, um, uh, the referee comes to and everybody goes, too sweet. Like that's, it's, just, it's just some things that happen. And Ric Flair just, he took over everything. And I'm, I'm proud as hell. Shook his hand. Told him to joke about him being my dad, and I got some memorabilia signed. I am not selling any of that shit. When you walk in my house, those things will be on display. Yes, and you would have to be you. You know what? I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make some kind of shrine. So it'd be like the Apollo where you rub the log. Well, some of y'all might be too young to remember the Apollo, but <laughs> but like, it's like when you rub the the log before like Kiki Shepherd helps you outside. You got to come rub like a robe. Or something. It gotta be something there. You gotta like show your presence. You gotta let Ric Flair know that you're there. So I was happy to meet to, to meet him. And it rounded out my weekend really well. Even though like the show was shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> the show was shit. Shout out to House of Lord for that shitty ass show. Yeah, I didn't I didn't stay pa- oh God, let me get started on Sonya's horrible match. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you plan on doing any kind of fake ass jujitsu moves, make sure you stretch first. Get them hammies right. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Trust me. They're not going to, they're going to edit that out on YouTube. There's going to be like a glitch in the video. Yeah. You pray. I know. Shout out to Rose Gold on TV. Her name is Rose Gold. That's, and she got braids. That's so, that's so black. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm very happy today. As you guys can tell, like it's, it's pretty much to me, it's the end of 2017, man. And I know for a fact, 2018 is going to be amazing. Not only because of the shit I accomplished this year, but because I met my father. <laughs> I'm at Ric Flair. Like, that's how I know 2018 is going to be fucking lit, son. So, uh, like I said, th- th- yeah, this is this is my last recording of the year. So, this is my 2017 roundup. Uh, I might give y'all a stream next week. Maybe a little best of. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Um, but I, I really want you guys to catch up. So, I might put two of my favorite interviews together for uh, this year and just put it out and let you guys be happy. He looks like a young uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
They say his name really funny in live. Um, on some real shit. And uh, I'm going to, well, he's not even really a guest. I'll welcome my guy, Jay Santee. He could, you, please, I want you to sit in for the show. Um, since it is the end of the year, so we got a lot to talk about. The end of the year is spectacular. Yeah, we do got a lot to talk about. So, um, as you guys know, he's always around. So, like, yeah, I'll be, I'll he's be just that. always here. Yeah, but, uh, shadows. but he'll be lurking. Shadowy lurking. Um, 2017. I see a lot of people complain about 2017, bro. I see people saying 2017 was shit. I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. No matter what the hell I've been through this year, 2017 was fucking amazing. It, it just went fast. It went really fast. Yeah, 20, fast. yo, 2017 was literally like, I see a lot of memes saying it was one of the best and worst years ever. I can kind of agree with that. Cause I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and do the old pity, woe is me, victim type stuff. I ain't gonna do that. Mm. I'm not gonna do that. That shit is whack. But I can say I learned so much this year. A lot. I've accomplished, like, I had a, all right. Everybody always talks that shit about having that, that list of goals. Mm. This is gonna be a lot of fucking humble bragging in this shit. I'm letting you know now. Humble bragging. There's a lot of humble bragging. In this, and matter of fact, before I start, I actually do have one thing to say. Um, so it's coming up on ten years of me using the name Josie's Boy mm-hmm. as an artist. I got that tattoo, and uh, I've been Josie's Boy since I was born. Clearly, shout out to my grandmother. Um, clearly, I had that name since forever, but I got the tattoo in like 2008. I'm going to say this much: I fought for this name a long time, and then a lot of people still don't know my name, and that that's cool with me. But uh, officially, and it's, it's always been officially. If you do not know me, if you have not spent money with me, if I have not given you the privilege of using it, do not call me by my name. You can only call me Josie's boy. This is not ego speaking. This is not any kind of arrogance. This is what I want you to call me. You don't want to say Josie's boy? You can say Josie. You don't want to say Josie like everybody else? Call me JB. Or you just call me J. Whatever. But if you do not know me, you only know of me. If we have not spent any money together or made any money together, you have not seen my name on a legal document, some my PayPal, something. There is no reason for you to call me by my government name. That's the only way we can you can know my government name. If you knew me, like that's the only way you can call me by my government name. If you knew me, if you know me now, if we're having sex, which is nobody at the moment, I'm chilling right now. And if we spend money together. <laughs> that's the only way you call me by my government. Other than that, you gotta call me Josie's boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And if you call me out, out of my name, I will feel disrespected. On another note, <laughs> everybody starts everybody starts a year with a, with, a, with a list of goals, right? Twenty seventeen. Uh, how many people you? Matter of fact, let me I ask you that. How many people you know? Twenty seventeen says this is my year, oh, just like every year. Every year, everybody, everybody, yeah, right? Everybody. How many people? Like, I started my color challenge. You know, uh, sh- shout out to myself for going through a whole year, a whole three hundred sixty five days of challenging myself with my art. Even though I, I I had no reason to prove my work ethic to 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 a lot of people, mm. I've already proved that I can make shit fast. But this just proved even more I can make shit constantly, and I do. How much new shit I posted every day? This is what I do. This is what I do. It's like a rapper saying I don't freestyle. Now either you saying you don't rap for free, or you just can't think of nothing off the top of your head. Right. One or the other. So people make these lists. I saw so many people start stuff at the beginning of the year. They gave up by the time Martin Luther King's birthday came around. <laughs> Probably bef- before that. Because that's what, like the 14th? Yeah, around that time. Yeah, around that time. Like the third Monday, second Monday. Right? Yeah, something like that. That's like the 14th, 15th. No, I think it's the 15th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm black. I'm, I'm, I only know certain exact, exact dates. I know my birthday. <laughs> I would say it's two holidays that matter. My birthday and Thanksgiving. Yes, my birthday's a holiday. In my mind. 
Um, what I tell people where they messed up at, because I had, I'm not gonna lie to you, my, my list of goals were long. And it was like a lot of technical shit, like a lot of business shit. And I didn't get, I didn't get some of that done, but, but it's okay. Cause like, I'm gonna treat them like rollover minutes with some of y'all not probably not old enough to remember that either. Remember rollover minutes? Singular. Oh, shout, shout, shout out, shout out to me being a millennial. Yes. Uh, everybody who was born between 82 and 96 is a millennial. Yeah. So people that are 29 and 30, so about these millennials, nigga, you a millennial too. You too. I'm th- I'm I'm 32. I'm a millennial too. Like I get it. I'm not gonna call somebody a millennial. I'm gonna say these little fucked up kids. I'll say that, but I'm not gonna call nobody a millennial when I'm a millennial. Stupid. It's like a senior citizen saying, "Yeah, that nigga old." <laughs> <laughs> really, really. Um, I try to. I try to. I try to tell people, don't announce your goals in public, and that's social media. Social media is public because nobody leaves the house anymore unless you got a job. <laughs> everybody sits on instagram and shit but uh stop announcing your stuff that you want to accomplish in public like don't go i know too many people that go on facebook and instagram talk about yeah i'm gonna do this this year i'm a, like you're setting yourself up for failure do you not understand that i always say and of course i didn't make this i, I didn't make this saying but um people want to see you do good just never better than them yeah exactly you never know who's who has any ill fate for you in their heart so as soon as you put something out to the public, you got to keep up with that shit. Because there's somebody sitting around waiting to see if you fucked up. You know, maybe people I know started shit in, tw- in uh, January, gave up before February was even here. And I'm not even talking about the gym. Don't even get started on the gym. <laughs> don't even start on the gym. Excuse me. It's never too late to work on your health. But don't sit there and say you're going to do something for yourself and never do it. You know what I'm saying? I want to see people flourish. In 2017, I, 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 I came up, what, a year? On this podcast, mm-hmm. I came up on a year's podcast, going on two years. Shout out to me. Um, you came up on 100 episodes yeah. on your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do 50 on the other one. That's a fact. I'll do 50 on the second one. Congratulations on that. That's coming soon. Coming pop bottles. Um, <laughs> you know how many people I, start, I know started podcasts and didn't get past three episodes? I was just about to say that too. Shout out to all those uh, podcasters, quote unquote. Three episodes. I've seen people get to 10. Yeah, maybe I'll start. You know how many people I know started events and didn't make it past the third event, fourth event, fifth event? All because some little shit got in their way. You still walking, ain't you? You still breathing, right? On some real for real stuff? The only thing that can stop me from getting what I want is me dying. And that's real talk. As long as I'm breathing, I'm going to get what I want. And and y'all should do that too on some real shit. Everybody, like, you, 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 and I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm literally trying to put a spark under your ass because I'm I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. I'm trying to be as authentic as possible. It's like if I talk it, I got to walk it. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk about nothing I never experienced or nothing I'm doing or nothing I'm not doing. Excuse me. I see so many people sit there just for the popularity alone. Say they're doing something like you don't have to tell me you're working. Mm. I, I'll know when you're working. I know when you're doing something right. I'll know these things like people be in the lab, in the studio, in the blah, 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 blah. blah. You don't have to t- work. Right. You don't have to tell me. About to hit that OT. You don't have to tell me because if I DM you at 3 30 and you answer right back, then I know you up. I text you, I call you at four o'clock in the morning. I know you're up. You gotta be in the gym, be in the gym for your health. You wanna eat right, be in, eat right for your health. For what you want to do. The fuck fuck with fuck with some niggas like pussy and dick come uh, 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 every every other minute. You know what I'm saying? There there are women and men everywhere. Everywhere. And women out outnumber men. So there's no reason for me to do everything for vagina, even though we all know vagina is the world. We all know that. I don't give a fuck what nobody tell me. 
behind every man is like Legit. an even better woman. <laughs> we all know that. That's obvious. But stop doing things just to please everybody else and stop saying shit just because it sounds nice. So when 2018 comes, like Keith Keith hit me up the other day. Mm. Uh shout, shout shout out to my boy Keith. Um he hit me up. He's like, "Yo, what's the list for next year cuz I have a challenge for next year too, which I had ready for a little while now. I'm, I got I'm telling you, I'm trying to go challenges for the next 5 years." Um well, at least I'm too busy to until I'm too busy to do it. Uh, he hit me up. He's like, yo, so what's the list? Did you post it yet? Let me check your page. I said, I didn't post it yet. He said, why not? So I'm not posting it until New Year's Day. Maybe New Year's Eve if I'm feeling nice. I'll let everybody see my list for next year, but most likely New Year's Day. And, uh, he says, damn, I'm going to start a list of goals too. I said, cool. Don't post it though. He said, why not? I said, cause not everybody wants to see you do good. Don't tell anybody unless you have like an inner circle and you know, those people are fucking tight with you and y'all, y'all all push each other to do better like that's a big thing in 2018 too be around people that that believe in you and that push you to do better like i get it it's, it's not even about being around the people who are the most successful it's about people who are going to push you to do different things and do better things like people around me all have like their businesses going and everybody's doing something great like shout out to my boy young established like my man works for the Brooklyn museum he's a, a full-blown educator and he's a, he's an artist like he's a painter too one of the fucking dopest painters i know and I'm proud to say that he's that's like my brother. I'm proud to say he's my friend. You know what I'm saying? But he pushes me to do better. He says the same thing about me. Of course, it's the outside, it's the inside looking out. I would always think I'm not doing enough, clearly, but that's human nature. Uh, but be around people that make you want to do better. If your friends don't hype you up, they are not your friends. And I'm not talking about that whole y'all getting dressed and you're like, yes, bitch. Like, no, no, not that. Cause they're gonna lie to you about that. Your foundation gonna be way off, and they're gonna lie to you until you look good. Be around people that'll tell you, like, yo, when you're feeling down, it's like, son, do you know who the fuck you are? Do you know who you are? Like, bro, yo, do you know who I am? And it's not, it's not, and, and I understand, like, you have to have some kind of humility, but modesty goes out the door. Like, fuck modesty in 2018, son. Nice guys finish last, right? Fuck it. Very much. Modesty's out the door, bro. I have humility, but modesty's out the door. Like, you gonna know who the fuck I am. And I want y'all to, I, I, I want everybody that listens to the show, everybody that watches my streams, everybody that watches my videos, I want y'all to be the same way. You should wake, like, these, these glasses are clearly in another extension to me. This is obvious. I want you to find, this is so metaphoric, oh my God. I want you to find your own glasses. <laughs> find, find your glasses, yo. Find, like, find what makes you feel, like, do what makes you feel good, because I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, over the past few years, I lost, like, a little, a little, a little step of mine. And this year, I've I've, I've found a, a a different chunk of my confidence come back, completely different, and that shit feels great. You know what I'm saying? Like, 2018 is going to be amazing. I just need y'all to 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 be careful where you put your energy. Be careful what words you speak. That's the important part. People don't understand how important your words are. Like, you speak that shit into existence, whether you know it or not. Like, you know how people always say, "Well, it'd be just my luck that such and such happens." Mm-hmm. You just spoke that shit into an existence, and it always happens when you say, it, right? always happens stop saying dumb shit stop it <laughs> stop it shout out to my shout out to my chopper my homegirl ray she always puts me on that like even when i make a little joke when i'm like yeah now nah, i'm just a normal dude that normal dude that paints and she's like you far from it I only i only hang around bosses and i'm like yeah you know what you're right son you're right i gotta stop i gotta stop even i gotta stop bullshitting you gotta stop bullshitting too like what's big on my what's big on my mind like we don't know how much time we have you know what i'm saying nobody does I like we live in a fucked up situation. We don't know what the fuck Trump is gonna do. We don't know what any of these elected officials are gonna do. We don't know anything. So you might as well live out your life now. 
Might as well do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, you got crazy ideas? Do them. Do them. The first thing people do when they think of something is like, you give yourself, and it's normal too, you give yourself reasons why you can't do it. Why is that? Why is that the first thing you think to yourself is, oh, you know what? I can't do that. I ain't got enough money. I can't do this. I ain't got enough time. Not true. You know how you always say you ain't got time to do this? But as soon as that chick call you, you got all the time in the world to go all the way to a whole nother borough at three o'clock in the morning just to get some ass. And then you walking home at seven o'clock in the morning, realizing like, yo, I should have stayed home. Was it worth it to take that trip? You feel stupid, don't you? I mean, I'm granted, I'm pretty sure you had a good time. But point being that you made time for that. Make time for yourself. You work 30, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I understand you're tired. Take two, three hours, even if you sit at a, a desk. Do something on your phone. Post a picture. Try to something. Do something. Be, I want everybody to be, I don't want anybody to be busy in 2018. I want everybody around me to be productive because there's a big difference. I always say that everybody's favorite B word is busy. I'm, I, I don't want to be busy. I don't want to be busy. I want to be productive. I don't want to go into 2018 in survival mode anymore. I'm tired of living in survival mode. I want to manifest everything I want. Everything. And the first thing you got to do when you manifest is like, you got to see that shit. Even if nobody sees it. Don't don't think this is too weird. Like I, I know you guys like looking at the chair. The chair broke. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I if I was here when it broke, I would have I would have had like I would have flamed somebody's ass. But that's another story. So I'm gonna leave that alone. But uh yeah, man, like I just want everybody to be great in twenty eighteen. Everybody around me and twenty I'm I'm sure twenty seventeen kind of because I know for for me for a fact, uh I saw a lot of true colors for people in twenty twenty seventeen. Not enough for me to hate anybody, but enough for me to realize that, like, not everybody deserves me. And I feel the same way about y'all. Not everybody deserves y'all either. Not everybody deserves your time. Not everybody deserves your company. You got to hold your space and your time dearly to yourself. And you got to realize, like, not that you're better than anybody as a person, but if they're not doing anything to better themselves, like, if you wake up every day, and the people or the people around every day, if you feel like it's it's just a routine, like it's normal, like you just know if you can predict exactly what you guys are going to do, if it has nothing to do with productivity, something needs to change or some real shit. Like if I sit down and I'm like, oh, shit, I know you're going to make this joke and you make that fucking joke. It's like it's Groundhog Day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like over and fucking over. It's the same, same shit. It's time for a change, man. It's time for a change. And don't go crazy with everybody investing in Bitcoin. I'm not telling you not to invest in Bitcoin. Do it. Do it. But don't start thinking you work on Wall Street. Get some get some advice. Go speak to some people about doing things because we need to own as much shit as possible. Simple as that. I saw an interview Lil Boosie did where he says everything he... Uh, DJ Paul, too. It was a, a, DJ, it was a, it was a Vlad TV interview. And he says uh, the reason why... Everything is so good for me. He says, I buy everything in cash and I try to own everything, mm. which is smart. Like financing, all that shit is bullshit. It's all bullshit. Now, I understand we got to find somewhere to get money from, get get money all together. But it's like, bro, I, I truly believe if you put your ideas out there, you do enough, somebody going to see it. You know, you just got to patience, man. Patience. 2016 was about loss. 2017 was about uh, like finding yourself and realizing your truth. 2018 is all about flourishing, man. It's all about getting things into fruition. Everything's real. 2018 is about to be lit as fuck for everybody who wants it to be lit. I know for a fact I'm trying to live my life to the fullest. 
I'm trying to own a business in the next year or so. Not just like my shit. Like, I mean, I want to actually have like an establishment or something in the next two years. You know, I want to own a house. I want to, I have all these things that I want to do and I'm not going to get it sitting, sitting on my ass all day. So everybody that feels like working, if you want to fuck around with me, like, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know now. Like I ain't talking about nothing that where, where they ain't gonna push me further. Mm. Nothing. It needs to be some money talk. If it ain't no money talk, I need to hear opportunity. If it ain't no opportunity, I don't want anything to do with it. Nothing. I don't want to waste my time at all, and I don't want to waste anybody else's time in 2018. I want to get shit done. How much time I got left? Come yeah, like I'm I'm about to fifty minutes. Okay, so I'm gonna get all right. So that's that's done. This video's done, and I'm gonna um. And that, so I'll just edit that. I'm not really worried about that. I'll just turn this off. And uh, like, bro, like that's my thing. And I, I kind of, like I sat in the house and I thought, when you think about it, like I, I sat and, and, and I'm like, all right, it's coming up on 10 years that I've used this name, right? That I had this name. And I've accomplished a hell of a lot. More humble bragging. <laughs> humble I've accomplished bragging. a hell of a lot, but I'm like, it technically doesn't really matter because I'm always having to prove myself over to somebody, somebody new to that I me. Mean. Mm. So like what you've done doesn't matter. It's all like what you're doing now and what you're going to do. And this show is amazing. You need to watch that show. I love it. Um, like it's cool. I got a resume. That's nice. I, I can hand my resume out to people and, and, and then I, I give it to like the companies and shit that I'm trying to work for. Like I'll work with. That's cool. But, then none of that shit really matters anymore. It's like, who cares about what you did? It's like, what are you doing now? Like, what did you post today? What did you post yesterday? Like, oh, you did that five years ago? That's cute, but what have you done lately? Like, the last time, my nose is itching like crazy. The last time I went to, uh, our Basel was 2014? 13, 14? Around that time? It was one of those years. It was one of those years. The last time I went to Miami. And, um, I haven't been since. So, and I didn't go just to like, you know, people be going saying, I'm going to talk about it. Like you went, yeah, right. you went, you like, wasn't in. yeah, you weren't in the showings, but it's, bro, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to like fucking, I want to kill shit next year, son. I want some real shit. It ain't even about fame. It ain't about none of that shit. Like I want to fucking kill shit. Like I've, I've, I've already, like, luckily, I don't, I don't understand why I hope for the shooting threes. I never understood that. Um, like, luckily, like, I can, I, there's certain places I could walk into and, like, you know, people know me, people still recognize me, all that shit, but there's still another wave of people coming up after that don't know me. And I'm like, you need to get in on this shit. <laughs> you need to see all this. You need to see all this. Like, this is going to do you some good, brother. And, I'm just ready for 2018, son. I'm just ready to start. I'm ready to fucking get everything. Like, shout out to my cousin Joy. She about to have a, a, a daughter. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be her second kid. There's a new baby coming in town in my family. Um, I ain't going to say I feel 100% healthier than I have before. <laughs> I'm way stronger than I was last year. I'll tell you that much. Um, I feel good being in a routine. Like, my mind is expanding. Thank God. I'm still learning shit. But, I just feel good, man. I feel good. And I want to feel great. Like, I see a lot of people sitting there bitching about how they want to find love and all this shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I would I would love to have somebody to love, but like I also want steady money coming into my life. I'm not really I'm not really too much caring. Like, 
I'm not looking for a wife right now. Even though I'm, this is going to be my, this is going to have to be my last year bragging about not having kids. Cause I'm pretty sure after this year, people like when I turn 33 next year, they'll ask me why I ain't got no kids. Like what the fuck is wrong with him? Why I ain't going to buy pregnant yet? I can't brag anymore after this. Cause it goes from being a commodity to like an oddity. Like it, it, it's, it's cute now that I ain't got no kids. Like people are like, Oh my God, I ain't got no kids. Like, Oh, one of the last ones left. I'm pretty sure by the time I hit like 35, if I ain't got no kids, 35, 36, it's like, Oh, he's still ain't going to buy pregnant. Like, yeah, I'm sure nobody wants him. I'm like, bro, why we got to be so vicious? But I'm still bragging about that shit. Team no babies. I made it through another year without any slip ups. None of that shit. Shout out to everybody who does have kids now, though. Shout out to people who popped up, popped out new babies. Yeah. Good luck to y'all. Good luck to y'all. I'm not ready for the headache at all. So, but bro, I'm trying to be lit. I'm trying to fucking drink as much champagne as possible this year. I'm trying to have more fucking hotel adventures. <laughs> I'm trying to do some shit. Like, I look at it this year. I did, what did I do? I did Curl Fest twice. This is my, my second year doing Curl Fest, which is, is big because they use my face for the flyer to look for other artists, and I ended up getting invited again. I did a, a really important mural. A shout out to the Dream Center in Harlem on 119th and uh, Adam Clayton Powell. I did a mural for them. Had a nice, had my first unveiling, gave a speech and everything. That was cool. Uh, Follow my color challenge. Well, I got like 11 days left to finish the month to the T I followed it end to end son 12 months. Um, what else did I do? There's some things I'm not going to brag about on air. I'll just be stupid. I'm not going to go that far, but, uh, I, I did, I, I threw my first event out of town. I, th- well, I didn't do it by myself, but still shout out to those that helped. No love loss. Shout out to, shout out to those that helped. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for, for people who started this year with me and is not ending it with me. I don't, I don't have any beef with anybody. I'm trying to let go of all that shit. I got no problems. With no, yeah, there's people I don't fuck with. There's people I don't like. But anybody who's like made it to my personal life, I have no problem. Problems with y'all. There are people that I wish things went a different way, and I'm I'm I would admit to to, to my faults in certain situations. But other than that, if we never speak again, so be it. It is what it is. Like. There's just a lot of people who 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 don't talk to me anymore, don't like me anymore. And a lot of people I just don't talk to. And and this is not for whoever like I'm if the shoe fits, wear it. But I'm pretty sure there's somebody that that is gonna hear this and think I'm talking about somebody specific, but I'm really not talking about that person. But you know what I mean. Uh shout out to everybody who's been on my show. I'm very thankful for that. And I'm alive, man. Did you see did you see the um the Magic Johnson Isaiah Thomas thing? Yeah. No. Oh man. That was it. Was a beautiful sight. Yeah. Like they sat face to face, and you know they weren't friends since, uh, like literally since like ninety two. After um, Magic snubbed him from the snubbed Isaiah Thomas from the Dream Team, they stopped talking. Right. Yeah. They sat in a room together, face to face, and they spoke. And um, Magic says he feels bad for not being there for him, and he's like, you know, I'm here now. He's like, we always brothers. Isaiah Thomas broke down. Really? Yeah, it was so beautiful. First, first off, I was happy to see. I'm, I'm always happy to see black men or just like men in color, men of color in general, display their emotions without being called a fag or, or a pussy or soft or something Sissy. like that, like some dumb shit. Like to see that, I'm like, man, because you know, you know how I feel. Like I always told you, like once you, once you're my homeboy, you're always my homeboy. Like if, if I've ever told somebody I love them, like if I ever said I love you, like that shit is not gonna die. Whether we talk or not, you know what I'm saying? If I ever, if I started something with you, unless you did some super foul shit, like 
killed one of my family members or something like that or you know got my girl pregnant or some shit if i had one um it has to be like drastic for me to never like want to fucking speak to you but to kind of to kind of see that like they sat down face to face and admitted their faults and you know just to like see them hug it out i thought that shit was cool and that kind of makes me think like are there people that I need to not to, to like rekindle stuff with? <laughs> I said, no, not really. Cause I don't hold any grudges. I don't hold, I don't have any grudges. It's always business, never personal, never personal. But it made me think like, I'm very happy that I, I kind of, uh, got back to two friendships that mattered a lot to me, uh, over the past few years. And I'm glad we, each of us got closer, even though one is a really weird situation. Cause mm-hmm. like, we don't really talk much, but, when we do it, it's, it's vital. So like I, she needs to be in my life. She's fucking dope. But, um, I'm very thankful to have people kind of by my side this year. Cause you know, you see how many, you see how many people died from depression this year. Oh yeah. Suicides, not just children, like every, like accidental ODs. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, rest in peace, little peep. Cause we all, like a lot of people judge you for, for, for using drugs and you never know what somebody's trying to get away from. You never know what somebody's going through. It's not always just a party aspect. Because I don't think you you ever overdose in a party setting. Mm. It has to be something mental. It has to be something mental. But that's a whole other story. Um, I'm 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 thankful for a hell of a lot. I'm also thankful for me seeing City of God for the first time. Great movie. Great fucking movie. Great, Great movie. fucking story. And uh, I kind of I, t- I had like these past two days I had like a nice little binge, which I never really get a chance to do. Mm. I never I never get to binge any movies. Like I watch certain things while I paint, but it's usually just listening to music. Um, I watched a, a a few things this week. I watched uh, Little Boxes. I'll tell you, which is about a, a, a biracial family, right? Who who um they moved from New York. The black dad, white mom, salt and pepper son. Um, they move from New York to I forgot where. I forgot, I, I forgot where, whatever. But uh, they moved right into the middle of suburbia. And it was so weird because the black kid, you, you remember how Kevin Hart was talking about how his son was affected by all the white kids? Right. And he started shaking his head like he got hair, but his head is nappy as shit. Um, I'm not trying to give up too much of the movie, but the black kid, the son, that started happening. They all just went crazy. But the movie ended really weird. It ended on like a happy note. And I was, I wanted a little more from it. Mm. Maybe I was just waiting for racism to like really kick off, <laughs> but it was just only like on the su- uh, superficial surface, right. I guess. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched uh, the John Coltrane yeah, documentary talking about, about Chasing that, yeah. Coltrane. I think it's like almost two hours. I watched it this morning. Blew my fucking mind. Like I'm a John Coltrane fan. Um, not like a avid like oh my god like but because of spike lee i listened to him and uh there was a point after um like right after i think it was like right after love supreme right i think it was like right after love supreme and um he stopped doing what he was doing and he says i want to do something else and when he went to doing that something else a lot of his fan base dropped off and you hear everybody like everybody uh, was giving their testimony saying like i loved him for these many years but it's like this was just like wailing. He wasn't playing what he was supposed to be playing. He was doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like this was not music. This is just, and and uh, John Coltrane would say this is not about uh, like whatever it is. It's like whatever you see is not what you see. Whatever you hear is not what you hear. Is like what I feel. Right. Give what I feel. And people deemed it like his lowest part of his uh, his career at the time. But right now, all that shit is considered genius. And it kind of made me think like the first person who popped into my head was Kanye. Kanye popped into my head because I'm like, yo, 
I just listening to the way that they was talking about John Coltrane, who was literally a, who was literally a legend in music, not just jazz, a legend in music, influenced almost everybody you can think of, and it was saying he was shit. And the same thing happened to Kanye. Ain't it way to like ah, I don't know about this. He made it work. Then Doctor's Fantasy came. It was like oh, this is a, a fucking masterpiece. And he did Yeezus. Everyone's like, oh, I ain't fucking with this. Like you hear so many years of people saying, I don't fuck with Kanye. I, don't, I miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. People did the same thing to John Coltrane. And they all say he's a legend now. So that kind of made me think like, is there a point in doing certain things to try to impress people? Well, now nah, that wouldn't be the, the question. It's it, the question is in my head, but it's like hard for me to like really word it. Um, we, we make so many things creatively, and uh, even what we do, we make things for expression, but with the intent to entertain people. Now, which is true, because we want people to listen to what we, what we have mm-hmm. to say. We want people to like what we have to say it, to an aspect. Because uh, think about it. like we, we don't care, but we do care at the same time. If we're sitting here talking and nobody listening is like, shit, I'm doing it for my own breath. I'm just going to stop. Right. You know? Now, I know a lot of people that did that with painting. That's why everybody, a lot of people, are like, oh my god, I'm, I'm having a comeback. It's a comeback. It's like it's not a comeback. You just gave up because there was no money in it. <laughs> that's why you stopped. You wasn't doing it because you loved it. You stopped because there was no money in it. But that's another that's another conversation. Um, how important is creativity to you over commerce? Like, where does it? Because we all know creativity never gets paid the way hype does. Right, right. But I, I think in time with creativity, the, the 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 fortune comes with it afterwards. That's where that's where you have to bank on it first, mm-hmm. invest in it first. Oh yeah. Before the money and the, you know when the finance comes with it. True. I think once the finance comes with it, you actually start losing your creativity. You think so? I think with a lot of people, they do it, it, that happens to them. I feel that way about Eminem, but yeah. continue. But the, that, he's a great example. <laughs> great example. And he's a great example. Which we, I'm gonna get on that in a second. Yeah, but yeah, go he's ahead. a great example. Did you finally get to hear the album? I heard it. Oh, yeah. I think I stepped in it. It was shit. <laughs> it was the, shit. The stench is still around. Yeah, it's still around. It's still around. It's still around. I told you. I it's, told you. It was bad. It was bad. Um, it was bad. But that and that's that's the big focal point is that a lot of times that people. Once the finance and the, the the benefit that you worked for to get the payout, and once it happens, and then it becomes, you don't even have to. You, you feel as though that you don't have to be creative you anymore. Now you could just sit on your laurels. Now you could just be like, you know, if if you're a if you're a rapper, and then you don't have to drop, you know, the hottest lyrics anymore. Now you could just be like, oh, I got I got no beat. You could you could probably dance to dance and see, but I don't I don't I don't. Which is you, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong because that's a lot of people. That's half the rap game. Yeah, seventy five percent of the rap game. Mm. 75% of 83% of music if, in general because right, that's why pop people go pop yeah yeah. if you're you're you're, you're an, an artist or sculptor or whatever and you just a creative in general and you you came to to, to the, the precipice of what you, what you wanted to be to, to, to achieve now you can sit there and look back to yourself and be like well you, you still like my old stuff right mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'll give I you a little something of it see now that's the thing I'll give you a little glimpse of what it was but I'm not gonna give you anything else now because why I don't really have to anymore there, right there are two people they're the people who are I'm getting paid for what I love but I still need to feed myself right you know what I'm saying like I like I was told um the people who do stuff over and over and over again it's not it's not because you need to feed their creativity. No. It's because you need to feed the public. You have to keep... And this is why I always say people only care about familiarity. Very rarely do they care about creativity. They don't want to see you grow. They want to see you keep... Yeah, I know. They want to see you keep giving them what they want to see. Like, how many times am I going to see somebody recreate a Keith Haring baby? 
Yeah. How many times am I going to hear somebody rewrite a Biggie rhyme? How many times am I going to hear somebody sample another James Brown record? The the last the last, well, another example I can say was that is um Apple when Steve Jobs passed away, the creativity died. Innovation went away. Yeah, but it died. Yeah, and, and he the, he was one that I can say. That didn't sit on that. He always wanted to create. He cared. He had the more. money. Yeah, he had but the he money. cared. But he wanted to do more. He wanted to make something better for everyone. And once he passed away, Apple, Apple sat on their laurels. Yeah, and and it's funny because like right now people still call Kanye crazy, mm. but I'm like, you don't hear the shit he's saying. He's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like people really aren't giving him a chance. Mm. And who's to say that he doesn't want to innovate certain things? Who's to say like we people who 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 are crazy enough to talk about changing the world, we literally deem them to be fucking ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to hear like, oh, we don't care about you. I'm like, bruh, some people want to be great and we just don't let them because mm-hmm. we want to box them in. Like we speak of like if if you if you watch that documentary, we speak of John Coltrane in the same breath as Beethoven and Bach. And Shakespeare, mm-hmm. like we speak about these great people all together in one. But as soon as I call, if I if I say um, if I wanted to, I'd say Kanye's just as good as the Beatles, or like I even I don't like the Beatles, but like just putting somebody up there, right. someone say, "Oh, that's blasphemous." Why? Why? So like, why is that blasphemous? Mm-hmm. Who's to say he's not as great as them? Or if I said um, my boy Map should be up there with uh Basquiat, mm-hmm. why is that blasphemous? Why? I think he's that great. The same way, like, you're not a legend until somebody deems you that. Right. It's somebody else's opinion. So, yeah, somebody has a place you're so, on the pedestal. So, does my pedestal not matter? <laughs> does it not matter? And a lot of, like, like you said, to get back on track, like, it's true. Once you start making money, nine times out of ten, it's like, shit, I got to keep this. I got to keep this. why I love people like Kendrick. As I love people, like, I may not like J. Cole as a person, but creatively, I think he's a great fucking rapper. No. And he makes great music. I love, I'm glad Lupe Fiasco gave up the way he did. Mm. He's like, fuck it, I don't want to do this shit no more. I don't want to do creative shit no more. Like, that. that's cool to me. That shit means something to yeah, me. You go out your way. Man, you keep your integrity. As opposed to the shit storm that Eminem put out. Like, the last NERD yes. album, Nothing, they said they fucking hated it. They hated Hot and Fun. That's why they didn't make albums for years. Right. It was like, I don't want to do another one. Now they just came out with, um, uh, the what is it? The name of the album is Lemon, I think. Oh, I forgot the name of the album, but it's like yeah. no one ever really dies. I think right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one ever. Yeah, but that's the name of the group. But I don't know if that's the name of the album. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, but the new nerd album is like the whole shit is fun again. Right. It sounds like they love it now. They're having fun again to be back to what they've been doing. Eminem can't get to that. Eminem should have did what Jay Z did for a long time, just do features. Well, then the fact that now he, he he's I think he's overly. Overly trying to make himself something different than what he is. He he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He you shouldn't. should be whatever. Like, did does Pusha T change? No. No. I'm gonna keep giving you these hardcore drug talks. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna bring other people. Yo, Captain Pondex is. I fuck with Abby, man. Um, I'm gonna keep giving you these fucking drug dealer talks. He says nobody writes about cocaine better than me. I ain't playing to my strength. Eminem, what the fuck are you doing? You making a song with Ed Sheeran? Of all people, somebody that talks about cutting a nun's fucking head off? You making a song with Ed Sheeran? Of all people? A lot of that shit was a big fucking reach. And especially, I said, he killed his album with that production. His production is terrible. It's bad. I mean, it's he. somebody's going to have to pull him aside and listen. Um, 
and you might want to call you might want to call Dre again. And you you know what's fucked up though, because like I told you about this girl's uncle. Like I, I know he yeah, does yeah, a yeah. lot of the production, and I see him talk about greatnesses. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking garbage. That shit is bad. Garbage. That shit was bad. I, yo, I'm telling you, I, I, I you know, uh, another area of creative that really I, I see where a lot of guys, girls, females, whoever the case may be, where they get what they want mm-hmm. and they fall back on comedy. Ah, <laughs> big time comedy. You grinded your ass off in the fucking in the fucking clubs. You mm-hmm. you you fought to get five minutes. You fought to get in that. You then you started cracking and people started calling your name. People started saying, "Yo, you good?" You started popping up in certain talk shows. You're doing all this, and now all of a sudden, bam! You got a syndicated TV show. Who would bam, you, you who would you put up there though? Who like who? God, man, like uh, I know you don't like Kevin Hart. <laughs> I, he's like I said, he's one that like I said. But he's still the same. He just puts money into his production. No, I think now a little bit more. It's like I love him even more now. I, 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 for movies and stuff, shit, shit, I like him there. But I love his stand up. Stand up, like in the past couple of stand ups, I was like, I can't. You I, can't. You can't take the the aesthetics of it, right? Like, yeah, cause you didn't want it to be a concert. Yeah. You love yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld brick wall. Probably, <laughs> but not even that. Like, I understand. And I, the humor with it is him doing that because he says it's like fire bitches like, and I love it that, that's the humor with it right but it's also the fact of now it's like I think a lot of times you're calling it in now now you're just like you're phoning a lot of stuff in now I respect that uh, but wait there's a lot of I understand what you're saying though get, they get to that point and it's like you now you now, now you do a round of stand up and it's like Dude, well, a lot of them can't, can't go back can't to the way it was. You can't do it. Yeah, they can't, can't go back it. to the Laugh Factory. You can't do it. That's why, like Lil Duval, yeah. as rich as he is, he still do Laugh Factory and shit yeah. like that. Like, but that, but that's the same thing. It's like Donald Rollins is a funny nigga, but uh, once you did Chappelle's show, it's like you're still hilarious. You're still Donald Rollins, but like, I can't take you in certain settings now. I can't take you uh, all over because all you're gonna be is Ashley Larry. Like, you feel like, me? Like I, that's all I want to see. Like you're a funny dude, but now you just gotta have to keep saying I'm rich, bitch. Like you became a token. You became a token. Yeah. You know, like, fucking, uh, I don't think Tiffany Haddish is ever going to be that way. I think she's going to go down as, like, one of the greatest female comedians ever. Yeah, she, I um, think she so. Got, she got, she got, brought, she got blown off for the fucking, uh, for the, was it the Golden Globes? Mm-hmm. They, they, they blew she, off. yo, she has it. It's something about it. she yeah. fucking, and I, and it's funny because, like, I love that people know about her now, but I loved her when she was on Guy Code. Mm-hmm. I Man, loved her when she was on fucking Guy Code. She was, I, I, I fell in love with her, like, I loved her mold and everything. It's like, so um, cute. another guy who, who, I hope he still stays relevant, even when he fucking um. Now that he got the head writing uh job at a SNL, fucking Michael Che, his yeah, stand up, yeah, his stand up yeah. is fucking he's, hilarious as yeah. well. But he's another guy that you hope stays sharp, like you know, because like I said, once they get, don't knock it, because look at Donald Glover, he's he's but he's all over the place though. Yeah, but everything he's putting out was great. Yeah, yeah. But Atlanta that's, second season, but, that's, but that's, say, that's a good thing because he's all over the place. Yeah, it's right? a, but he's not doing music no more after this next yeah, album. Yeah, but his all his he, you know his outlets are all over because mm-hmm. now he's gonna do fucking uh, the Star Wars movie and mm-hmm. then he's gonna do another season of Atlanta. He's he's gonna be. Listen, you have to stay busy. You yeah, have he, to. He, but he's still he's still gonna grind because he's not like blockbuster yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but you know what I I think I think he just wanted his music up there. I don't know if he wanted his comedy up there. Right. Like. Cause then you wouldn't be putting out mixtapes while you're writing for fucking Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I putting out mixtapes if I need? If, like, yeah. come on, son. I could have just been Nick. I could have just been listening to fucking uh, Tracy Morgan say Liz Lemon over and over again. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I would have been happy Tracy. with that. <laughs> he's, a, he's another example of uh, of that. You get. I can't do his stand up anymore. You know, ne- neither can I. Can't. I. I can't I, relate to it. I I sat and I listened to the. You know when you try to laugh at something and it's like it's not there. 
I laughed at probably like one or two. That's why I didn't laugh at anything that Chris Tucker did on the the the, the last thing. one. I couldn't. The last one. He's done. Yeah, he's too far removed. That's, yeah, he's he's disconnected. Yeah, he's too far removed. Yeah, but Tracy, you go out there, and you do his thing. I just love hearing him speak. I do things out there, like I blow up in socks with my dick. Oh, like wow. when he told, like that was funny in '97. '97. Like you can't keep doing that yeah. now. Like and it's not even about having the money because the the money didn't change him. He's one of those guys that's gonna be down to earth no matter what. Like I catch him at Dollar Tree. In a fucking Lamborghini, and and that would be that. him. He would do that. He would do that just because. And I fucking love that about him. Like you'll never take Brooklyn out of anybody really from the streets. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I can't take his his deaf comedy jam stand up now. Now, right. like it's like, bro, you you you're almost fifty. Like I think the funniest thing that he said on the thing was when he says, uh, "I was in a coma so long, I come to find out that Bruce Jenner's a woman now." That like, was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I give you that. That's one. how long I was in a coma for. But, but like it's it, it's one of those things. Like they always find a way to have to say, you know what? I don't have to be that funny anymore. I don't really. I, I don't. I, have, I don't really. Have that's to do it people anymore. blowing smoke up. Yeah. And see, and that's that's the reason why I always listen to Jay Z album when it comes out. Because he doesn't yeah. have to rap. Anymore, he doesn't have to, but he loves to. But you know, it's it's like when you hear people go, "Yo, why Eddie ain't go doing comedy no more?" He Eddie, don't want to no he more. He don't have to. He don't want to. But motherfuckers will still sit there and say. Eddie's still a funny motherfucker. Like Eddie's, Eddie Hannah. Murphy is one of my favorite stand-up comedians ever. And they said he'll still, he's still fucking funny. He'll like, tear anybody's ass yeah. up. If he went on a tour now and he came to fucking like MSG, I, I would pay for it. Oh, yeah. If I had the money, I'd pay for it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And I'd be like laughing like a fucking fool. Like, oh, you so funny, Eddie. You so funny. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, what happens to a lot of people is that they get, they get lost in themselves. They forget that True. Where where they fought so hard for. Like what but they that's so, so hard but that's for. so easy to do when you finally reach your goal and you're like, I'm not where I used to be. Like now I can have the house. Now I can have the watch. Now I can have the woman of my fucking dreams. Like you work to get away from what you want. So it's like it's like JG said, like how long how long is he gonna rap about selling crack? Yeah. Eventually you grow. You know, some people are just good at it, some people are not. Eminem, like Keep again. He said, uh, he, and, and I I don't like when people say this. I'm always 50 feet on it. It's like, it was better because I, I have said it before in certain situations, but I hate that I had to say it because it was so true. It was better when he was on drugs. Well, a lot of, they said a lot about, uh, about, they said about a lot of creatives, a lot, in general. a lot of musicians, like a lot, of, every time when musicians are at their cleanest, it's like they make the most worst music. It's because they, they're, they're not hurt. There's no pain. There's right. no, there's no, uh, Darkness, and that's what that's what great. I guess the supposedly, music, supposedly, I feel like if that if that kind of artist, yeah, their best work comes from. If that depression. connotation wasn't on it, I feel like it would be completely different. Because actually, John Coltrane got better when he got clean. Like his his work was way better. Like he he would have never came the front man that he that he was if he didn't get off of heroin. I st- I with, with with the M thing. It's like listen. What he's trying to do or trying to say. I would, I would I'm love to hear him just rap. To, yeah. I'm sympathetic to the cause right now. Right. Fine. But you could do the same thing, but have good production with it as well. <laughs> There's the, the production. I couldn't, I can't. You listen. are friends with, you are pretty it. much best friends with Dr. Dre. Yeah, exactly. Get him to do six of the 12 tracks. There's other people that you could call too. I mean, I, I know probably tons of people that would have just said, Yo, M, you need to be. I, 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 I would love to hear M on a Kanye Soul sample. Something. I would love that. I would love that. But it's like he can't. He can't do anything like, like on any new producers. Like you put. Matter of fact, no. Fuck that. Put him with um, 
Uh, he can do Boy Wonder, maybe. Boy Wonder could probably do something. Put him with 40, Drake. Mm-hmm. Put him with 40. Emma Kill. But then, you see, the, the other thing is that he's so introverted now. It's like, it's he's, there's nothing, like, he's so was, to yeah. himself, and like, uh. there's nothing relatable with people. I mean, and, and, uh, I, I, I tell you, 19 songs on that album. That was always, 19. That was always my argument with people about Eminem, too. Because I, I feel like people will want to discredit his talent just because he's white. Right. And I would always have that argument. It's like, I may not be able to relate to a lot of shit he's talking about, but like good rap is good rap. rap yeah. Like I didn't I couldn't relate to fucking Ice Ice Baby, but for some reason I loved that shit when I was like six. <laughs> I thought it sounded good. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't relate to anything about the the uh, Duda Bart man. But I love that fucking song. He's not even real people. I don't put mothballs in soup. Like, I don't relate to anything about that, but I think the fucking whoever wrote it was great. I don't think I, I don't relate to anything about uh no more baby I'ma do right. But for some reason when 3LW started rapping in that song, I was like, yo, they got little bars, come to find out Nas wrote it. Like, come on, son. There's a lot of shit. Like, let's you know what? If we're gonna play that game, then 97% of rap nobody can relate to. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I the, guarantee the, the, the you. The masses of the fucking country can't. Ain't nobody it. shooting nothing up. Ain't nobody selling no crack. Ain't nobody popping up. Nobody I know. Y'all not out here high off your mind, but you you going Molly Percocet. Like, you ain't been in no club standing on no couch. You never got kicked out of club live. You just went to Miami for the first time and never got past the fucking beach. You don't you don't know what it feel like to have five chicks in your bed naked all dancing and shit. Mm-hmm. You know that you can't relate to regular rap. So you gonna tell me Eminem's not a great rapper because you can't relate to being in the fucking trailer park? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's stupid. That's too so you telling me you know what it feels like to lace a chick in a full Givenchy outfit and you work in Target. <laughs> Shout out to you, my guy. Like And you sell crack. You feel like you sell crack on the part time and just work in that fucking urban outfit is yup. You the man. You the man, you selling packs outside of Barney's? Bruh, you can't even step foot in Barney's without without being without being fucking uh suspected of stealing. Let's keep it a hundred on that. I I get it. I'm an Eminem fan. And me personally, I you know, Marshall Mathers LP, the the first one. The first one. The first one. It's my favorite Eminem album. Mm. The Eminem show was a really good album. It was great. Mm-hmm. Encore was good. Mm-hmm. Everything after that was, <laughs> was like, like, whoa. But I feel the same way about Jay-Z with the blueprint, the first blueprint. Uh, it was like, that was the height of heights. I was not a big, I give the Black Album its credit. Commercial success. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite Jay-Z album. Didn't really like it too much. The production was amazing. Mm-hmm. Blueprint 3, because I'm not going to talk about Blueprint 2. <laughs> That's a whole shit story right there. <laughs> blueprint 3, amazing fucking production. Really good songs. Not one of my favorite Jay-Z albums. Um, Kingdom Come. Great production again. Shit album. Uh, American Gangster. For some reason, people love it. It's a cult classic. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it either. 444. Amazing. Right. Fucking mind. You want to know why? Because I said, I'm tired of hearing Jay-Z talk about being in the clear port. <laughs> I've never took a fucking private jet. I can't talk about that. I want to hear you talk about something else. Now you get all personal, and I love that shit. I think that's what lacks with creativity. People are afraid to be personal. Mm. And I felt like that about my work, too. I felt like I need to, me personally, just like for my sanity, I need to be a little more personal. I feel like I need to invite more people in 
and that, like that that's what a problem like we you know how it is like we from i can't wait to see this um we from we from the hood so it's like you know how it is when you grow up a certain way you're afraid to let people in you know what i'm saying like that's why i always say very few people actually get the close get close to me because i feel like nobody can really handle mentally like how how i am mentally in certain ways that i'm still you know getting over certain shit but most rappers are like that we all been through they all been through some shit mm-hmm. so it's like this is their creativity and they want to get it out but most people don't care about that mm-hmm. they just want to hear bounce your ass they want they want to see you you want to have a good time in a club like i don't want to hear the, i say it all the time i don't want to hear the world the world is yours in the club <laughs> i don't i don't i do want to hear um uh, March Madness by Future in the club. I do, <laughs> I do, but there's a time and place for everything. You have to appreciate it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so once that, but you know, that's an ongoing argument too. Like, m- did did money fuck up creativity in itself? Because now I feel like hip hop being so overly accessible uh, accessible is what f- what kind of diminished everything. Because mm. Fruity Loops came, Social Bus. I can make a beat. Mm-hmm. I can make a song. I just saw a ten-year-old fucking make a beat on GarageBand. It's not hard. I I do it, and, uh, and I'm like, and I just play around. I said, shit, I was about to use that for one of my intros in the podcast. <laughs> I, I got an NPC on my phone. Yeah, I fuck with shit. I got I got samples and shit. I, <laughs> I fuck with my shit. Yeah, I got production. I play on my. I, I do it just to fucking do it, like just because it's fun. I like to learn new things. But you can do anything now. Technology makes everything so accessible. So that kind of oversaturates everything mm. it's just like everybody's a painter yeah that is i mean you're not like i i can't get it verbatim but uh in she's gonna have it nola Dolan said holding a brush doesn't make you an artist holding that brush and letting it take you to places that you've never been is a true measure of an artist mm. i think i got it verbatim i hope i did i hope because that shit was long-winded um same thing with rap same thing with music because if you can't get somebody, if you can't use your music to put somebody in a place, like I get it, not everything's going to be all romantic and blah, 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 whatever. Like if I listen to a Big Crit album, I'm not from Mississippi. I feel everything he says. I'm not white and I've never been to a trailer park. I hear everything Eminem says. No. I never saw a crack a day in my life, but I, f- I hear everything Biggie says. I felt like I was carrying two twenty twos in my boots. <laughs> I felt that. I felt like I was putting hickeys on the chest like Lil Sean. I felt that. I was there, man. I was there. You know what I'm saying? I felt that. I felt like I should have followed the Ten Crack Commandments. Give me the loot. <laughs> I was on the block. I felt that. I don't feel shit on music these days. Not all of it. I can't say all of it. I'm not trying to generalize it, but there's a lot of music. I just I don't feel anything mm. but wanting to bounce up and down. That's yeah, it. that's what it pretty much is now. A lot of music, a lot of stuff right now is just gonna it's, party. It's gonna just par- fun. You're gonna party, and I'm. Just, I mean, I, I I love it. I I love having a good time, but it's like I can't work to that kind of music. Well, it's like what you call it. It's like when um last last episode you were talking about with R and B. You you mm-hmm. like you have to find it now because you know certain you know unless you got it's there, but it's not in plain sight. Uh, is, is Kiss FM still around? Like <laughs> is it BLS? No, BLS, BLS is around. BLS Kiss FM been dead. Yeah, yeah. BLS, BLS. You hear some. I still listen. I still listen to the Quiet Storm. Yeah, so that's that's where you find it. Remember when like um fucking uh BT had was a Midnight Soul. Midnight Soul. Yo, it's funny. Oh my god, I just found a meme and I was about to post it earlier. I didn't post it. I'll probably post it on my page um soon. Which you guys need to follow at Josie's Boy J O S I E S B O Y. All one word, hashtag girl's favorite artist, and follow the podcast at underscore call me when it's over. Uh, there was a meme my boy posted and said, Remember, when we, he was like, Who's old enough to make mixtapes? To remember making mixtapes off the radio? 
Damn right. Very much. Hell yeah. Vividly. Vividly. Numerous times. Vividly, son. I remember when I got my first radio, like when my grandmother started letting me hold the radio at like 10, 9, 10 years old, something like that. And because Sweet Lady came out in 96, 97, around that time? Yeah, it was about that time. About 96. And um, so I was 10. It was like 10. Yeah, like 10. Yeah, around around that age. And I just remember waiting for it to come on the radio. Just see y'all don't y'all don't understand. Shit, <laughs> a lot of y'all don't understand. I used to fucking hate when the DJ would fucking talk in the middle of the fucking record. Like, Yo, what the fuck, man? It's like you wait all day for this to come on, switch station to station to station, wait for it to come on, and it finally come on right in the middle of the song. It's like, yeah, so we back in this midnight. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the second verse ain't even come up yet. Shut up. Shut up. Y'all don't even know the horrors I have. I mean, when they sets. used to go, when they used to say, we're doing a 10 minute, 15 minute run, and I'd be like, yes, I'm finally finally, gonna get, finally. Nobody's going to say anything. But then they don't play the song that you want to Exactly. Hear. Don't play. I'm like, yo, all right, they'll play one twelve, only one twelve. Like, yeah. like, play, play, play Cisco. Like, play this, play that. And it's like, um, I was happy to see that Drew Hill did a, a Christmas album. I'm telling you, a lot of these nineties motherfuckers is making a comeback. Did you see Mace's freestyle? No, I didn't see the new one. Boy, yeah. but Mace always had bars. Yeah, even though it was written, it was still whatever. It's Mace. Like, you still get excited about people who rap. Yeah, but um, but when, 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 when like you said, you wanted to shake your ass to music now. You want to dance, or whatever. Like if you want to find good hip hop, you got to look for it. Like it has like, the, to, like yeah, to like extent, that, yeah, like that lyricist. Well, you know, Afro heads and all that shit. Fucking uh, the uh, uh, Ambrosia heads and all that shit. They always play on Facebook. They have like uh, a lot of hip hop shit. Right, that, but the but shit that, that we know. But like for other things, it's um. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta look for it. That, but that's why I love Apple Music. They do all the suggestions, and depending on who you listen to, yeah. Um, like, all right, I don't like, I don't know if uh, is Rhapsody still around. I don't even know. I can. Uh, <laughs> does that shit even exist anymore? Yeah. Um, I don't know if like Rhapsody is still around. I don't know, like, I, I don't know what's what. But uh, I use well, I know Spotify, and I, I use Apple Music. Let's put it like that. I use Apple Music. Um, Apple Music does great fucking suggestions for me. I, I, I mean, everybody who has that that if you have the 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 student discount, lucky you, like on some real shit, lucky you. But everybody that paid that nine ninety nine, uh, excuse me for Apple Music, I, it's worth it for me. Uh, I never like they make great playlists for me. So you have it may be hard to find. I guess it's it's hard to find decent hip hop when you go on the radio. That's what the fucking problem is. Kind of go like I don't really turn on the radio. Like something got to be wrong with my phone or my internet or something. Something got to be wrong for me to even think about turning on the radio. And and when I do, it's BLS. Like I'm trying to listen to the Quiet Storm. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm trying to hear some good shit. Uh, I don't. How can I put this? You won't find anything good on on the radio. Nobody does like those. Uh, uninterrupted mixes. Like, you used to, I, well, I don't know, I don't listen to Honey 7 anymore, so I don't know if, like, DJ Enough still comes on at 5 o'clock, but, like, when I was growing up, you had the 5 o'clock free ride. Uh, first, it was with uh, DJ Red Alert, because Red Alert used to kill that shit, so every day at 5, it would be, like, an hour f- of, like, commercial, un- uh, um, uninterrupted commercial-free uh, music, and they would play literally, like, every fucking thing you think of, so I would just record all those mixes. And, um... Now I highly doubt that that even exists. I know like 105 does those blocks where it's like 30 minutes of free blah blah whatever, but they play the same fucking shit over and over. Like now a throwback would be something that came out what is December? <laughs> something that came out last December. That would be a throwback. 
that would be considered a throwback. So to like find good stuff, I think people still have that mindset of what's on the radio is supposed to be good because we're still trying to kick down that door of having whatever quality music is on the radio, which will never happen. But luckily for like Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, um, uh. If you had, like I said, if Rhapsody still exists, I don't know. Um, title. I'm never playing, paying for title. Never. <laughs> I did. I had title once, and that was uh, when I did the, the Kanye free trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended that shit in 20 days. I was like, fuck that shit. Luckily, he fucking updated the album. It's like, what you go? Um, <laughs> the, the, um, when, when, when you, when you look for the, the song that you want, uh huh. And, then they play something that's similar, and then you Close look at it, and he goes, no, it's not. It's really not, <laughs> it's really not similar. Apple Music, they make great fucking playlists for me, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of you, like, yeah. It's, like, they'll, they'll, they'll go off. You know how they, they go off what you're listening to all mm. the time. And it's right. like, like, they do this this favorites track list. Mm. So if if things that you've had on repeat within the past few months or whatever, because I do that a lot. I have one song I only want to listen to. I listen to it for like three, four days straight. Mm. Like, when I'm leaving the house, I have it on repeat for hours on end <laughs> and then it'll make like a favorites list and i'm like my favorite list is always on point yeah. i'm like oh shit that's right i love profile oh shit i love mm. this i love that and the weekend is never on my my favorite list ever never fuck no <laughs> i don't know he's he's done to me like the, hope, hopefully he's sad he's on a meme that i sent you with the guy well, i didn't even remember it was a comment that that a guy wrote and he says uh you can play gucci gang at 11 mm-hmm. 57 I thought they, uh, and it'll finish right before 12 o'clock so you can leave that shit in yeah. 2017 there's one about um <laughs> man's not hot too and it's like if you play it at 1150 whatever and it's like by the time 12 o'clock comes it goes it, 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 goes, like it gets to that point yeah. it's like that's the best way to start 2018 <laughs> it's like yeah it is but I don't even know what I'm doing for New Year's yeah. I have no clue what I'm doing for New Year's yet I got invited to a few things but I'm like I ain't gonna lie to you, I would rather be worth making money I'm I hear make you. Money for New Year's. Making some money so for I'm, New I'm, Year. So I'm, I'm keeping. I'm still keeping my option. Options open. I got hit up about an event. Let's see what happens. Because if you tell me that, oh yeah, we'll give you free blah blah. No, no, no. no I want money. Because New Year's Eve is about safety. Mm-hmm. I will feel safer with a few dollars in my pocket because I can take an Uber home. Yeah, right. I can take a cab home. Like yeah. Um, but that like that 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 is that that's definitely been something that's been in the back of my mind. It's that whole uh, creativity versus commerce thing. And that's always gonna be. Uh, an issue with any creative. Um, like I had the conversation the other day about, uh, I put it up on, on the page about when do you consider somebody a sellout? And cause that, you, that, that, you know, that, that, that term is thrown so loosely these days. Mm. It's like everybody will call you a sellout for doing something that they've never heard from you or some seeing something that they've never seen you done, even though before you even knew them, that's probably what they did. Like Kanye being a designer, he went to art school. Who, who who's to say we don't know how long he's been into clothing right. and people are judging him now this could have been an interest he had before and it's like granted maybe he's buying his way in maybe but we have the resources you good swiss beats he don't paint but he's like into the art world heavy because he was a graffiti writer i, I still haven't seen any proof of that <laughs> i still haven't seen any proof of that uh, but I know he was around. He's you know uh, he he was in the culture. I would never try to play him for that. He was in the fucking culture. Like Swiss Beats been around since forever. Um, Joakim Noah was still on the Knicks. Damn, when is he gonna get traded? Um, when is he gonna retire? Like fuck him <laughs> and his man bun. 
You from Queens. I don't give no love to that. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out to all my people in Queens. Shout, shout, shout out to my Uncle Kenny, my grandpa, and all them. But uh, yeah, it's like that's always going to be a thing. The whole creativity versus commerce. And yeah, a lot of people fell off. A lot of people fall off. You hit a certain peak and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm the man. Now. I don't got to do this. And uh, like like uh, um, Low Pump signed a five-year deal. A five-record, a five, a five, record, a five album record five, deal. There's a five album, yeah. $350,000 advance. Am I supposed to really believe that this man's going to put out five albums? Unless you pull a future and put out like three in a year. I was about to say, he probably has fucking five in the bank right now. I'm and, sure he and, does. And they all not going to be, and it's going to be crap. It's all going to be the same. Yeah. But you, I mean, you can't tell me future's a genius. And then like people still went fucking crazy for him dropping three mixtapes in a year. It's like, they all sound the same. <laughs> I, I like future a lot. But you won't listen. But they to all sound the same. Yeah, not, I will never listen to a whole future album. <laughs> Couldn't pay me. Couldn't pay me. I tried. I forgot which album it was. The one that came out like was it two years ago? The one that came out like a year or two ago, something like that. I, the one that had the burning rose on the cover, oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. That one I tried. Couldn't do it. And I listened to it in the gym. I was like, no, this is not for me. I can't do it. I'm not arguing with it. I'm like, you know what? This is no. I'm good. I'm good. I'd rather just work out the DMX. Keep it that. But um, <laughs> yeah. When you get to a certain point and 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 you start doing things, and people are like, yeah, yeah. I'm let everybody know, like, you're not a sellout until you go against what you believe in. I was just about to say that. That's what it is. If you start, if you go chase that dollar for something that you know that you're not with, right? I mean, if you're not a drinker and you're all of a sudden you're doing shit with Hennessy ads, Hennessy ads, it's like, my God, stop it. I don't drink Hennessy, but there's a long lineage of artists working with Hennessy, so mm-hmm. it would only be right for me. Yeah. Same thing with Absolute. You know, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white liquor guy. Yeah. Um, the only brown I'll do is uh, like E and J Apple. Like I like the way that tastes. That's pretty much it. Mm. But um, yeah, it's like once you go against anything you believe in, like you'll never see me work for a cigarette company. Right? Never. Now I don't care if they offer me thirty-two million dollars right now. As great as that sounds, I'm gonna have to say no. Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Yeah, I don't drink soda, but like Pepsi, they're all about the arts. They're big yeah. into the arts. Like if if they have something to do with art already yeah. and they have a history of that, then I'll fuck with it. Yeah. Like, I don't drink soda. Like you'll never see me promote it. Right, but you you might see my artwork on it. Okay, yeah, I won't be in a Pepsi commercial like drink this, like <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Yeah. But I always wanted to do a Pepsi can. I always wanted to do a Pepsi. Yeah. Can. I always wanted to design a Pepsi can. I remember when they had a thing like that. They had like a they did a, a uh, contest or something. Recent, like yeah, yeah, it was like a few years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember they did like it was like six cans, mm-hmm. something like that. I remember. Um, but yeah, it's like until you guys go against something that you believe in or go against something that 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 you stand up for. Like once you wave your morals. You're fucking done, and you don't realize that like nothing, nothing you touch will 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 prosper. Nothing. Once you go against what you believe in, once you go against anything that 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 you stand up for, like on some real shit. And I'm gonna finish with this: live and die by what you what you believe in. Stand up for what you believe in. Stay in your ground. If you say I'm not gonna paint, like if you're a painter, you say I'm not gonna paint cartoons over and over again, and somebody offers you five hundred dollars to paint a cartoon over and over again, and you don't want to do it, but you know it's easy money, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You, I, ra- I rather be broke and do what I want than to be rich and miserable. Eventually, you will, you will get to the the space you want. You just gotta stick to your guns, and that's how twenty eighteen should be. Stick to your fucking guns, and don't be like Michael Beasley and get them them old ass jagged edge braids. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but now some real shit, y'all. Like, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, twenty eighteen is coming. I don't want to hear this. This is my last recording of the year. Uh, so hopefully everybody has a, a happy new year. Um, make sure you guys catch up with the show too. 
Um, give you some time. So, and I want everybody to do great. 2018 is is is. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say it's the year of Josie's boy because we all know <laughs> we all know how I'm coming in 2018. So like, you call me anything other than Josie's boy, we can't speak. Um, this has been episode 88 of Coming Sova. I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. America's next uh, great heartthrob. Make sure you guys follow the show at on Instagram at cmwio. Um, no, cm, excuse me, cmwio.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at underscore Cormoon It's Over and my page at uh, um, Josie's Boy, J O S I E S B O Y, all one word. Uh, hashtag your favorite artist. Big shout out to my guy Rich behind RageWorks.net. Make sure you guys go follow that book market, follow on iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, huge thank you to you, man. Like, it's 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 about to be two years down. You've given me this great opportunity, and I'm 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 telling you right now, you will get nothing nothing less but greatness from me. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make 2018 great, man. Speak up, speak out, leave your ego at the door, and I am done. Wait your tims. Call me when it's over.